Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Rob Howard. And he actually is going to be talking to us about something that is really near and dear to the future of not only this country, uh, but to the entire world. And he's going to be talking about something that the Biden administration is starting to focus on. And it's the introduction of Zodiac Solutions LLC programs and services and clean energy infrastructure jobs. This is for the future of this uh, country, and it's for the future of many of the veterans who are out there actually looking for jobs and for work. So it is time to uh, bring Rob on. And how are you doing, Rob? I am doing great. How are you? Oh, fine. Fantastic. (laughs) Thank you for your service before I start. Well, the same to you and the crew. um, It's really an honor to be here with you today. Oh, great, great. So tell us about this whole thing, about this new energy thing. I know I've been looking at all these electric cars and hybrids and <laughs> solar power, all the stuff that's going on. Uh, so give us a, you know, an insight. What is happening with this industry? Well, first of all, let's, let's, let's put one point out there up front. Okay. It's not new. It's not new. It's not uh-huh. new. This, this has been an evolution over time, and we're uh-huh. finally starting to see uh, what's happening with regard to sustainability. Um, I tend to take the approach of recognizing that uh, when the military is forward thinking and talking about the changes in the climate, when the military is out front, see, they have a pretty strong research group. Yes. So what, what my company, Go to X Solutions LLC, what we do is we're really focused on consulting in that industry. My background, uh-huh. mm-hmm. thanks to the United States Navy. Uh, I spent six years as a nuclear operator in the Navy, which led me to my 30-plus year career at Southern California Edison as a nuclear operator. But it helped me understand utilities. Our utility network is going through major overhaul. And Mm -hmm. if we don't include the sustainability piece, we lose. And for for our veterans, they're they're qualified to do this work. So that's, in a nutshell, gives you an overall look at what's coming. Oh, okay. And so, so what I'd like to do really is, is over the next, you know, hopefully this won't be our only time having this conversation, is pick yeah. out specific sectors. Okay. Because if you look at if you look at what's going on when we talk about, you know, you hear those words sustainability, you hear green power. The reality is there still needs to be an infrastructure, and that's mm-hmm. where the veterans come in, and that's where the veterans veteran owned businesses come in. Okay. Because our president along with they can push this infrastructure bill through, here's what's what's about to happen, is that the lack of investment over the past 40 years in our infrastructure can come to a point of being corrected. And what does that mean for the veterans and the veteran-owned businesses? Number one, we have the expertise to do it. We can, uh, again, you all know, we take our veterans, we put them out in the middle of the desert and give them 24 hours and the city is running. (laughs) That's right. so now take that and look at the sustainability part mm-hmm. of microgrids, um, broadband, uh, all those things that are that we look at and take for granted in our regular everyday life. That's where we are. But a lot, I mean, and we can get more into it, but a lot of it has to do with the fact that we have a limited amount 
of carbon fuels. Our carbon fuels are also doing damage to the environment. So what do we do? We need to start looking at solar. We need to look at wind. Uh, again, those, those sustainable power sources. And in order to do that, you still need that infrastructure. And that's where this infrastructure bill will come in for some of the businesses to, and we can talk more about how they start to develop and plan and put things in place so that they can participate in this process. Okay, fantastic. So wh- where are we at this at this point uh, with the uh, infrastructure uh, bill? Well, well, for those who have been following it on the news, you you hear um, the fact that our Republican um, members of Congress and in the Senate don't want to actually spend taxpayer dollars on it. Right. Uh, our Democratic members. Uh, many of them want to go big. And Mm -hmm. so what I am of the belief is that we do need to go big. And here's a couple of reasons why. Once you start doing this work, Mm -hmm. you need enough of an infusion to get that going forward. We have bridges that are 100 years old. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, and I saw on a news report that they literally, the bridge that goes from Memphis to Arkansas, they basically had to shut it down because of the crack in the bridge. You're kidding. So, So... Imagine if we were to spend the amount of money that we gave in the the previous president's tax cuts and spent it on infrastructure, mm-hmm. how much we'd be able to get done and how many people we would protect and how many individuals who now could have a just transition from the military, how low-income folks with the training can now move up to middle class. Because remember, the more people you have working, the more people you have paying taxes, which means um, an interesting stat I saw a few years ago why infrastructure is so important. Mm -hmm. During a recession, infrastructure spending gives you a four-to-one return on your spending. So the government, if they want to be smart about our tax dollars, then you need to do a lot of infrastructure spending now while we're in the recession. It's a two-to-one during normal times where we were not in a recession. So, so right now the bill is still being held up. They're still negotiating. I'm not, um, uh, I wish I was in the white house to have this conversation, but it's, it's really being held up because you need the, the, the filibuster to get past the filibuster. So, so there's money there. Something I believe will come out of that. The question is just how big and are our veterans in particular, um, our diverse veterans, black-owned veterans, owned businesses, are they ready? And so this delay could play into your favor. And I got a few points for folks who want to know some of the things they could be doing to get ready for this. But that's kind of where it stands right now. Okay, yeah, because, you know, one of the things that was really stood out to me when you were saying that about the infrastructure and rebuilding the infrastructure, we're talking about moving into the next new generation of technologies and it's speeding up and it's so rapidly developing. And if we want to be competitive in the world, both with jobs and with uh, rebuilding the infrastructure, we need to be the leaders. And, you know, so do I have to buy my electric vehicle from overseas or can I buy it domestically with our workers making them? And so it's a choice between do we want to survive in the global marketplace uh, and in, with the new technologies or do we want to succumb? And, you know, there's an old saying about being, you know, a one-legged man in, uh, one, you know, in a kicking contest, right? <laughs> if, we, if we don't put that, that infrastructure leg down, <laughs> we're going to have nothing to kick from. Right. And, and here's what's interesting about exactly what you said. One of the things mm-hmm. that we need to really 
focus on a couple of things. One, I believe our, our, our business owners or even those who are thinking about being a part of business or who want to get into this industry, focus on the skill sets required yeah. because we have people who actually have the core competencies to do it but don't know that these opportunities are available. Remember, if I'm installing solar, I need an electrical background. I need a construction background. However, I'm shifting that knowledge and information into this industry. Um, people should also really get a good understanding of what is actually going on in their area. Like for me, I'm in California. Here's the thing in California, it is incredibly competitive when it comes to solar and battery storage. And people think I can put solar on, hey, I'm good, I'm saving on my bill. But the reality is the sun doesn't always shine. Yes. So that's why having an understanding of, of it's not often not just solar, it's solar and battery storage, and not so much that you need that battery storage mm -hmm. to just work at night. It's, it's one of those things to where those who are in the industry recognize that battery storage helps you from the, what they call demand charges. Okay. And so, mm -hmm. so when you turn on a big air conditioning unit, you get a spike. Mm -hmm. Well, those batteries, the smart batteries they have, and then you talked about technology, those smart batteries will dampen that so that your spike doesn't put you in a higher uh, fee scale during that demand period. And so yes. not only are you saving... It's helping you in a number of ways. So we really need to start looking at what is available with regard to doing this kind of work in our cities and which elected officials are friendly to getting this done. Right. Because yes. we need right. to have conversations with them. Mm -hmm. But don't just stop with them. Everything's about relationships. We also mm -hmm. need to be having honest, respectful conversations with those who don't agree with this. Because yeah. they need to understand why it's good. Like, so one uh, had a, mm -hmm. uh, one of my clients talked about enjoying his electric vehicle. But he didn't do it to save the planet. Mm. He got his electric vehicle because he wanted to drive in the carpool lane. So, <laughs> for, you know, think about it for That's him. Right. That's right. But again, the, he's not the only one who thinks that way. So really starting to look at who your partners can be. If you're in business, like like when, when we do um, working on microgrid work, there's a company out here with a, a disabled veteran owner, uh, Brevision Energy. They focus on microgrid. We talk about construction. There's a Native American veteran, um, a female Native American veteran out here, and her company, GC Green, she focuses on solar, uh, working on microgrids, and, and efficiency. Because in a lot of our poorer neighborhoods, what happens is the structure, the internal structure of the homes may not may not allow itself to the new uh, wave of technology with the solar and the barrier. However, we can always make homes more efficient. Mm -hmm. That's work that our neighborhoods can be doing, and that's why your connection. You see, it kind of all comes back to what 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 type of stew we put together. I need my elected official. I need my other partners. I need to know what my capabilities are because, again, Whatever I'm unable to do in a full-fledged project, mm -hmm. I have partners who are able to do it. Or if we get a project so big that my company's not big enough to handle it, I have partners. So now we build the organization and customize it. Again, when you get your military training, you understand that you come into that area, you need to, to, to really focus on what is necessary to meet the mission, which means you have to be flexible. And so, so there are so many opportunities available, but, again, do not expect a microwave response. Mm -hmm. We as veterans, and in particular in, 
in the African-American community, let's get ahead of this. For yeah. so many years when things happen and these technologies change, we get the back end crump. Yes. It is time to take our skills and our expertise and get in front of it and prepare ourselves now for, for what's coming. But, again, I could go on and on. So I, I mean, no, no, you're making some really good points. And, you know, uh, maybe before we go further, you know, we still have a little bit of time, but I wanted you to give, you know, your website, telephone number, whatever you have, you know, places that people can get educated on this particular issue because – Part of the battle is that people aren't educated on it. You know, they, they, they love their smartphone, but have no idea of what went into making it. <laughs> and, exactly. So what, where, where can people go to get more information or to get in contact? Well, here's what they can do. Like I said, I always tell people they can send me an email, first of all, and it's okay. Robert uh-huh. at Z-O-D-I-L-L-C dot com. Oh, that's pretty easy. Okay. That's why I, I like I like simple. We don't want to overcomplicate this. And what will happen is you can send me your questions, and what I'll do is we can get people connected because, again, because you have a global network, mm-hmm. um, I may not be able to – I may not know someone in that specific area, but what we do is we send it out to our network, and then we start making sure that we partner people with people in those areas. And and so just just send me an email, and our website is uh, um contact us. You can send me info. And what we'll try to do is connect you with or answer any questions you might have. Because again, there's so much information and don't wait Mm -hmm. to to send it to me. Figure out again, what are your capabilities? What partners and networks do you have? What elected officials are out there? Are you networking with the individual chambers or the people who are out there trying to do this work? What sustainability groups are you connected to? Because there are mm-hmm. groups um, like the Moonshot Program, Solar Moonshot. This is a nonprofit that if, if you have another nonprofit organization that wants to put solar on, on, their, on, their, on their building, mm-hmm. they give $25,000 grants. Oh, so, so, grants so, so the down payment on a, on a $50,000, $60,000 solar system is done. And so you get solar batteries. And so now the nonprofit has more money to invest into the work that they're doing. Um, another thing that, that's kind of neat, and you can look this up, is called the San Diego Urban Sustainability Coalition. Just type it in, San Diego Urban Sustainability Coalition. This is a group of sustainability nonprofits working with the utilities and the government to, to, to train and develop the skills necessary to move into a sustainability area. And that's a model you can use in any city. It's just about having the will to make it happen. So there's there's so much information out there, but the question is figure out what you are good at, figure out who else you should connect with in order to get it done, figure out who the movers and shakers are, basically your elected officials and your business leaders, and begin to have conversations with them as best you can, but but the relationships, positive attitude are two key factors to all of this because, again, people often say, well, it's who you know. I don't believe that. I believe it's who knows you, and we need our community <laughs> to begin to make sure that people know who we are. Yes, 
And, and, and one of the other important elements you're adding to this whole conversation is what you know. <laughs> so you're, you're, in, you're informing us and educating us that this is an opportunity that people need to take advantage of. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There's, there's a number of, mm-hmm. of areas and jobs in this field that I do think for us, people don't realize they have the skill set for it. If you've got young people that are playing video games all the time, Mm-hmm. You know, they love their video games. They're already wired from a technology perspective. Yes. So now you get to say, hey, well, what if I can look at my community college and get a little um, electrical training? Well, guess what? I can become a solar installer. I can start working with construction companies. Use what you have. Meet, particularly our young people, meet them where they are. Yes. And for our business owners, be willing to bring one with you. And if, if and, young, and young people have a willingness to be trained because this is only going to get bigger. Right now we have community choice energy um, programs where basically the communities and cities get to decide where they're going to get their generation from. Well, there's about 15 to 20 percent of the Californians now are part of community choice energy groups. They, in 10 years, they're projected to be 85 percent of them. What does that mean? Local control, that's why you need to know who's doing it so that you can work on those solar projects. You can work on those wind projects. You can work on those um, those sustainability projects. So it's, it's, I mean, I might come off like I'm excited, and that's because I am, because the opportunities are there. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yes. But it's good, but it's good work. <laughs> so Robert at VODILLC.com. And those uh, who are smart enough, go to the website, VODILLC.com, and get involved now in this game. <laughs> make sure you said Z. I get it off. It's Zulu. Zulu. Yes, yes. Yeah, for Zodiac <laughs> Solutions, LLC. <laughs> yes, the ZODILLC.com. And uh, that is your website. And then go to Robert at ZODILLC.com. And so thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Robert. We are going to have to have uh, you back on uh, again and again and again, Rob, because uh, what you're saying is never going to, it's not going away. It's going to be the future. And we have to know that these uh, opportunities are out there for uh, communities, for our veterans, and especially as you were saying, the African-American community that has been left behind many times uh, in uh, many ways uh, that we should not be. So uh, thank you, and I'm going to be sending you a couple of emails myself. I want to find out about northern climates, what kind of energy I should be getting into, and all those kinds of things. So, so But thank you for your time. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it, and thank you so much. And I look forward to it, and let's go and be a part of the transition together. Thank you, Clean Energy Infrastructure Partner Zodiac Solutions, LLC. And stay with us, stay with us. We're going to do a couple of commercial breaks, but we want you to be with us. We have some exciting other shows coming up, but this was a, a definitely a step above in the energy battle. And thank you so much, Rob. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.